Nobunaga's victory seemed assured by 1582. The Mori's allies had all but been conquered, and just a few remaining warlords on the fringes of his empire were able to evade his grasp. Japan was his. Nobunaga had grown more and more cruel as his power grew, starting back in 1571 when he ordered the burning of Mount Hie and the women and children slaughtered there. He also was becoming more ruthless to his friends and family. In 1579, his direct actions led to one of his greatest and oldest generals, Akechi Mitsuhide's mother's death. In the same year, he ordered the death of his greatest ally, Tokugawa Ieyasu's son and wife, after suspected betrayal. Ieyasu's son and heir was married to Nobunaga's daughter. Allegedly, Ieyasu's wife and daughter-in-law did not get along well. Nobunaga's daughter wrote a treacherous letter to Nobunaga, saying that Ieyasu's wife had been plotting against him. Nobunaga grew suspicious and confronted Ieyasu. Nobunaga ordered Ieyasu to execute both his wife and his son. Some have suggested that Nobunaga was testing Ieyasu to see if he was still loyal to him. Toyotomi Hideyoshi had now reached Bichu province. Nearby was the Mori stronghold of Aki. Here, he approached another castle called Takamatsu that sat in the middle of a plain surrounded by some rivers. Building a dike, he flooded the plain and the castle of Takamatsu. Building rafts, his men were able to float in and fire upon the castle while still not being affected by the water. However, intelligence came that the Mori would be arriving soon with a large force to liberate their castle. Fearing he may be overrun, Hideyoshi requested aid from Nobunaga. Nobunaga was elated at the news. This would be the final battle before his dream of a unified Japan that he had worked for decades for would be completed. Nobunaga began gathering his forces, fresh from their victories in the east. In this army would be himself, Nobunaga, and his son and heir, Nobutada. Nobunaga requested Mitsuhide join him from the north and link up with Hideyoshi to defeat the Mori once and for all. Nobunaga and his son, Nobutada, arrived at Honoji Temple in Kyoto for a tea ceremony with just his personal bodyguard, Yasuke among them, attending him. During the night, Nobunaga was awoken by the shouting of soldiers from the outside. The enemy awaits at Honoji! Nobunaga believed it was drunken peasants getting into a brawl. However, once he looked outside, there was a large army, resembling Mitsuhide's forces, waiting for him. Akechi Mitsuhide had led his 13,000-man army, not to Hideyoshi, but to Nobunaga, at Honoji. Nobunaga had entered Honoji in almost complete secrecy. Only his top generals had known where he was. Excluding his personal bodyguard, the few with Nobunaga were not soldiers, but artisans, merchants, and women. Impossibly outnumbered, Oda Nobunaga still mounted a valiant defense, with Nobunaga himself joining in the fighting, firing his bow again and again until it snapped. Oda's soldiers began to fall. The chaos of the battle caused the citizens of Kyoto to flee in terror, with some even entering the imperial palace for protection. Nobunaga, then realizing the futility 
as his men fell one by one, took his remaining men, including his possible lover, Mori Ranmaru, into a chamber deep in the temple. Nobunaga told Yasuke to flee. He would have a better chance to survive as he was not Japanese. A fire erupted outside the temple, and Nobunaga had his men barricade the doors. Oda Nobunaga then committed seppuku, with his last words being, quote, Ran, don't let them come in. End quote. After his master's death, Ranmaru then set the room on fire in order to prevent Oda Nobunaga's head from being decapitated and used as a trophy. Ranmaru and the remaining men then committed seppuku as the room burned around them. The remains of Oda Nobunaga have never been found. After the Honoji incident, Mitsuhide attacked another nearby temple where Oda Nobutada, Nobunaga's son and heir, had been staying. Yasuke made his way to Nobutada to warn him and defend the son of his former lord and master. However, Mitsuhide had arrived, and again the situation was futile. Massively outnumbered, Yasuke, alongside Nobutada, fought as best as they could, but in the end, Nobutada met his end as well. This is where the true tragedy for the Oda came. Not only was their clan leader, Nobunaga, killed, but his heir and oldest son as well. Nobutada had been an accomplished general and was being groomed for the position as leader of the Oda clan after his father's eventual death. Another of Nobunaga's children, Katsunaga, who was only 13 at the time, met his demise in Kyoto that night. He was the child hostage who had been taken by the Takeda and was later released. Nobunaga had two other sons, Nobukatsu and Nobutaka. However, they were both married off to royal clans in order to prevent a succession crisis. Yasuke was captured and taken to Mitsuhide, who mocked and degraded him, laughing that an African believed he could be a samurai and calling him inhuman. In the end, this saved Yasuke's life, as Mitsuhide spared him and sent him back to his former masters, the Jesuit missionaries, allowing him to live. As for the African captive, no one knows what became of him. Some say he died of his wounds. Others, Others that he returned, he returned to, his to his own country. But I like to think he may have at last found some small measure of peace that we all seek and few of us ever find. Tokugawa Ieyasu had been visiting Nobunaga and was nearby Kyoto when the Honoji incident occurred. Without an army for himself, he was in a dire situation. Mitsuhide would have certainly killed Ieyasu had he found him. Ieyasu, either lucky or brilliant, had in his retinue a ninja who had worked for him in the past named Tatori Hanzo. Hanzo snuck Ieyasu out into an enemy ninja clan's guild who offered to help Ieyasu, because in the past, Ieyasu had saved the ninjas from Nobunaga's wrath. They served as his personal bodyguard and snuck him out of enemy territory 
and back to his home province of Mikawa, saving his life. The reasons behind Mitsuhide's betrayal have never been known. However, there has been much speculation on the subject. Mitsuhide was a great general. However, Nobunaga had publicly humiliated him on a number of occasions, sometimes even in front of visiting guests. This brought great shame upon Mitsuhide. The story of his mother is somewhat controversial, as it first came up in the following centuries. However, if this was true, it would make perfect sense as to why Mitsuhide acted the way he did. Another reason was that Mitsuhide was working closely with the Chosokabe on Shikoku Island. Nobunaga planned on continuing to conquer the remaining lords after his conquest of the Mori, promising Chosokabe lands to his other lords even before the war started. The Chosokabe were Oda allies, and this move was a bit of a dick move. And Mitsuhide might have grown angry that not only had his work been completely disregarded, but that Nobunaga had showed no loyalty to those who had served him. Another story claims that when Nobunaga gave Akechi Mitsuhide the order to assist Toyotomi Hideyoshi, it was somewhat hinted that Mitsuhide would lose his current territories and would have to fight for land which was not even under Oda control yet. As Nobunaga had sent two other senior retainers under him into exile for poor performance, Mitsuhide might have thought that he could suffer a similar fate. Mitsuhide was already in his early 50s and although highly ranked, didn't have a great military record behind him. And some believe he might have felt insecure about such a grim future. A Jesuit missionary wrote that Mitsuhide liked to use treachery and diversion as his strategy. He also suggested daimyos disliked Mitsuhide because he did not belong to the Fudai clan, which had served his master's clan for a long time. Many books said Nobunaga insulted and kicked or even forced Mitsuhide to drink sake at a party, even though he was not a heavy drinker. Oda Nobunaga's legacy would live on. He was a unifier, a visionary, and a great reformer. He revolutionized samurai warfare. He spread Western culture and ideas. He reformed the economy to benefit not just the elites but the poor as well. He implemented vast advancements to the infrastructure of Japan, building roads and bridges all across the country. Had Nobunaga lived, it is possible we would have seen a very different Japan than the one we have today. Nobunaga embraced Western culture whereas his successors completely closed off Japan to the outside world. We can only speculate what Japan would have been like had he not been assassinated at the Honoji incident. After the murder of Oda Nobunaga, Akechi Mitsuhide did something that not even Nobunaga was bold enough to do. He declared himself Shogun. <laughs>